do you sometimes feel like pulling your hair out people are overstepping your boundary pushing you to the edge making you feel like you can't go past where you're meant to be and feeling entrapped in the network and in the space you are in well you don't have to feel that way as a mother you have got certain powers within you that enable you to set those amazing spaces that you can thrive in and not just survive. I am Dr. Dini. I am the mom empowerment coach, family doctor, international speaker, the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. On this show, we talk about the practicalities and the real deal that happens as a mother, the beauties, the challenges, the hopes and the aspirations of mothers in our journey on a daily basis. We also talk about our well-being of mind, body, soul and spirit and the practical hacks that we can implement into our lives on a daily basis to enhance our well-being. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about your sacred space, which is a step beyond creating and setting boundaries. I know that there are many times where you have told someone, do not do this. You perhaps have told them, I do not accept that. And then you see them doing it over and over again. If this has happened to you, you're not alone. I remember when I had this colleague and this particular colleague was very um, full of energy and amazing colleague, works well, but had this um, thing of not understanding that there is a, a time and a place for things. So, for example, when we were at a meeting and that was of course this amazing space where we had in, in school we had meetings in the different clubs I was a member of and this colleague in the middle of the meeting would just walk up from where she was come to where I was sat down maybe intently focused on certain things and just go hey Duny, let's go and do blah <laughs> and I'm just like I am in a meeting now, like now. <laughs> and she didn't quite understand that. And, there, and I really felt for her because she wanted to maybe do a particular activity. She maybe wanted to go for a walk or wanted to just catch up on old times or play a game. And I, at that point, I just couldn't because I had things I had set to do. Now, when I was telling her, I'm, um, I can't do that just yet. I felt guilty. And I felt as though I was, you know, making her feel like a, a nuisance. And sometimes we have certain people in our lives, either at work, at home, in our different relationships that kind of cross that um, threshold into our space, the space that we are feeling comfortable and we are thriving perhaps when we are in a meeting or perhaps when we're just having your me time or perhaps where you just um, have certain things set out for yourself and then they just encroach on that space 
or perhaps you're having a wonderful time with your family and someone that is not a member of your family comes and encroaches on that space. Now, this attributes that we have as mothers where we are wanting to make everybody happy. We are the peacemakers. We are the, um, the people that connect people together. We know how we connect our children together. We settle disputes between our children and we do all these things. And the moment we tell someone, no, we do not want you to do that. I am unable to allow you to get into my space or, um, change something that I would rather not have changed, we feel guilty, especially when they go that sad face. And that was me, of course, in school. But when I became a mother, <laughs> I had a, a bit of a, a different challenge in the sense that it became more emotional. There are sometimes my son would say, oh, mommy, I would like to do this. And that encroaches on a particular thing we were either previously planned to do or perhaps something that I had said, no, we are not doing this anymore because this is what it, the impact it has on us or me or you. And when he is asked to do not to do that, he has this face. Now, I cannot reproduce that face, but for all the mothers out there, you know that face that your child gives you and they start to blink in a very adorable way. My daughter calls it, oh, mommy, he's giving you the puppy eyes. Now you, and then he goes, you know, you can't resist the puppy eyes. <laughs> I don't know if you can relate. Yes. <laughs> so that, of course, brings up mom guilt. And you go, oh, okay, all right then. But sometimes you need to put your foot down. And that's the way we ourselves as mothers, as human beings, as people need to put our foot down for certain things. There are certain people that are constantly recognizing that you are a person that is either a people pleaser or you are a loving person, a very understanding person, very empathetic person. And so they come into your physical space they come into your emotional space. So they emotionally dump on you and walk away, drain your batteries and walk away. Uh, or they come into your mental space. Now, these people can come in, of course, physical form, but it could also come in form of a phone call or a text message or a uh, social media post or comment or DM. We need to start showing people how to treat us as mothers. So I particularly am an empath. I feel people's energy. I feel people's pain. I, I think that is one reason why I do what I do, because as a family doctor, I am able to understand where someone is coming from and able to relate in a way that helps them. As a coach, I'm able to understand where the moms are coming from and all my other clients are coming from and able to relate in a way that helps them navigate through that difficulty or challenge and come through on the other side. As a teacher, because I'm also a teacher, I am able to understand where my students are coming from, what their challenges are, what they can see, what they are able to recognize and, and the pace at which they 
are required to go at and what they can potentially do. So I recognize all this and it's beautiful to be an empath. It's beautiful to be loving and connected to people that you can communicate with. But there are some challenges that happen with that. Because in all that connectedness of, say, being a family doctor and being a mother and being a coach and being a teacher and being an advisor and being um, a counselor, you can easily get an encroachment of your space. Now, a few moments ago, we talked a bit about the power of no. And that's one of the big things we need to consider in this particular um, episode where we're talking about your space. So if you've not watched that episode, please go ahead. The power of no, it's available. Go ahead and look for it. So to be able to get notifications when new episodes come up, you will need to subscribe, download. So you'll be notified. So please go ahead and do that. Okay. Now, in addition to that, the ability to say no, you need to recognize your space. Now, My level of boundary setting is going to be different from yours. There are certain things that are a no-no for me that might be permissible to you. And there are some things that are a no-no for you that might be permissible to me. You need to be clear on what your non-negotiables are. What your non-negotiables, what I mean by that is there are certain things that come rain or sunshine, you are not going to agree to. Come rain or sunshine, you're not going to let go of or um, hold on to, depending on how you look at it, okay? So what the things that perhaps, I mean, there are certain things about my non-negotiables. I'll give you an example. I have always been a sweet tooth and it's something that really, really hit me, um, especially when you go to the dentist and the dentist says, um, well, you've got this issue with your teeth and you've got this one. And I had to go, oopsie. <laughs> I initially, that was a no, oh no, I had to have my four sugars in my tea, in my hot chocolate. You no, know, hot chocolate is sweet. And then you have four sugars, <laughs> you know, but that initially was what I considered a non-negotiable for me. But the moment I hit a point, that became a, it's my health now, or I lose my health. So I had to let go of that. So there are certain things that would pose as a non-negotiable and um, you need to say, oh, no, this is not a non-negotiable. This is something you can actually negotiate away from your life. So right now I drink tea as bitter as tea is sometimes some teas are not particularly very sweet but i drink tea without sugar which is amazing and it's actually because i think about the reason why i'm doing that it's maybe medicinal or it's helpful or it reduces inflammation or hydration whatever reason and i utilize that as a motivation to drink the tea without the sugar but that's a different topic (laughs) entirely now my the main negotiable non-negotiables is my relationship with God. That's one thing I know that if you are in a place where you say, well, for you to be in proximity with me, Duni, you need to give up your relationship with God. I'm like, bye-bye, go away, <laughs> because I'm not going to um, negotiate on that. So find out what your non-negotiable is. And when you determine what your non-negotiable is, Remember, this is not about you caging yourself in because I hear people talking about, oh, I'm going to set my boundaries. I need to learn to set my boundaries. It's good. 
But sometimes that boundary can really be a, a trigger word for some people and also can be a disempowering word as well. So what I tend to say is go beyond setting that boundary and create your sacred space. You are a human being made up of spirit, mind, soul, and body. You need to recognize that, yes, your body is here, but your spirit expands beyond the limits of your body. You've got your soul, which is your seat of emotions. You've got your mind. I mean, you can't contain your mind in a container. So thinking about all that, you know that there is a space that needs to be around you. Sometimes it's a physical space. Sometimes it's a mental space. And sometimes it is an emotional space. Now I'm going to go through a part of my best-selling book, Every Mom is a Super Mom. So if you've not already, go ahead and get the copy. It's available on Amazon. But if you say, oh, goodness me, I would like to get a signed copy, I will put a link in down below where you can get a signed copy of this book. And if you want to give it as a gift to someone, you can leave a little note on who to address it to, and I'll be able to send that across. Okay. Having said that, the steps when it comes to setting boundaries and creating your sacred space is to identify what that boundary is. So those non-negotiables. Now, you need to also, step two, understand why you need this um, boundary. Perhaps you have been going through a lot. You've been drained and stressed out and you say, okay, I need this right now because my health is at risk. Like, for example, with my love for sugar. Yes, my health was at risk with regards to taking too much sugar. Then the third thing is to decide on the consequence if this boundary is breached. Now, you see, there's a lot of cause and effect in life. We need to recognize that. And that's why we need to know that with every action or inaction we have or we express, there is a reaction. There is a consequence. So you need to be able to know clearly what that consequence should be. For example, someone coming to tell me, well, um, I want to be close to you and you are going to be my friend, but the condition is you need to give up your relationship with God. I'll say, well, thank you very much. It's very important to me that you have mentioned this. And it's very important to me that you know that my relationship with God is a non-negotiable for me. So if my ability to be a friend to you is dependent on my um, relinquishing my relationship with God, then I believe that the best thing will be for you to go your way and we forget about the friendship because that's a non-negotiable. Okay. Now, you see the way I did it. I did it in such a way that I wasn't saying, what? How horrible are you? You're not my friend anymore. Mm -mm -mm -mm. You do it with grace because you have got the ability to appreciate what they are, where they are coming from because I'm not going to judge that person. The person might have some issues or some past experiences or some current experiences and they feel, I don't want to relate with someone who has a relationship with God. That's fine. That's where they are at. I understand. That's where they are at. But where I'm at is this. And I will respect my non-negotiable and create a space. If it means you staying outside of that space, that is fabulous. Now, communicating that directly, which is exactly what I've just done, is the next step. 
And do not apologize for your boundaries. Acknowledge where that person is. Acknowledge where you are. And don't say, I'm so sorry. I can't really give up my love for God. No. Don't apologize. Okay? Now, whenever you have a breach of your boundary, you need to address it promptly and um, be very clear. Be clear, be prompt, and also do it in a way that you're not bringing yourself down or bringing that other person down. So that's one thing. Gracefully do it. Okay? And then, most importantly, trust your gut. Okay? All of this is in the book. So if this is something you would like to read a bit more about, go ahead, grab a copy of the book. It's available for you. Okay? And if you want to give it as a gift to a friend, by all means, go ahead and get a signed copy. So having said that, um, it's very important that we remember that our sacred space is a space where we feel comfortable, we feel calm, we feel that we can come into. It's almost like our man cave. <laughs> I love that idea of man cave. I don't know if there's a woman cave, but I, I would call that my sacred space. Okay, And when it comes to that sacred space, I cherish it a lot. And I think it's something, it's where you recoup, you get your energies up, you get your um, thought process clear, you get your priorities right, you get your increased clarity. And if you're having a space, which is like a family space, that family sacred space, that is where you build your relationships. That is where you understand each other. That is where you connect with each other. And these are things that we as women, as mothers, as the amazing powerhouses that are beautifully and wonderfully made need to tap into. Don't feel guilty. Know that with a sacred space, you can show up better and do more on a consistent basis for you and for the people that you love to do lots of things for. Okay. So I hope this has helped you today. I will be leaving um, the link for you to get access to the show notes. If you wanted to get the show notes, it's at www.drduni.com forward slash show and you get access to the show notes for this. Also, I'll put all the URLs in the description and also in the show notes as well. So go ahead and get that access as well. Okay. Now, the other thing I'd like you to do is to ensure that on a daily basis, you are respecting your sacred space and showing people how to respect your sacred space. I am Dr. Duny, the mom empowerment coach, family doctor, international speaker, and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Super Mom. Go today full of joy, full of calm, and stay well. I will see you next time. If you've not already, download this episode, share it with your friend and subscribe so that you do not miss the next episode of the Wellbeing for Mothers show.